Hello, Christian. This is Papa Teach. This is the second response to the comments made regarding the question, is it possible for a Christian to stop sinning for one day? Um, if you have not listened to my answer to the question, it would be beneficial for you to go back and hear the answer before listening to the response to comments. Uh, this week we address 1 Timothy 1.15, and some have stated this scripture as proof that Paul remains in sin, calling himself a sinner. And therefore, it is impossible for us not to sin, or not to remain in sin, I should say. When we look at 1 Timothy 1.15, this is what it says. This is a faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Chief meaning the foremost, or as we would say it today, I'm the best at it. Now, right off, right off, come on now, right off, I can see the principle in this scripture is that Jesus continues to save sinners, not that Paul continues to sin. By definition, let's, let's look at this. By definition, a sinner is someone whose life and actions are contrary and in rebellion to the will of God. That should refute those who interpret this scripture to mean Paul remained a sinner. But let's, let's go deeper. The Apostle Paul believed, unlike many of us today, that the power of God worked effectually in his life, in his own life. You may ask, if that's the case, why is Paul putting himself in the category of being the chief sinner or the chief of sinners in 1 Timothy 1.15? Well, he tells us why, right? He, let's look at verse 13. In verse 13, he identifies himself as a blasphemer, as a persecutor, and as an injurious person. Injurious meaning expressing deep hatred. So he did all this towards Christians, people who followed the way. Now, blasphemy or blasphemy is talking bad about God, right? But Paul is saying, I not only talk bad about God, I talked bad about Christians. He's saying, he's saying, he's saying, I not only talked bad about Christians, but I also was violent toward Christians. Paul said he is a blasphemer and a persecutor of the church. So here's Paul's logic when you look at it. One, people who are blasphemers and persecutors of the church are chief sinners. Two, I blaspheme and persecuted the church. Therefore, I am a chief sinner. Therefore, this is why Jesus came to save chief sinners like me. Now, to suggest that Paul remained bound in the sins he uses to identify him himself as a, as a chief sinner is to reject the scriptures that declare him free. For example, look at verse 13 again. It says, who was before a blasphemer? Well, before what? That references a certain point in time, a moment in the past. We can get more revelation if we go to Galatians chapter 1, verse 13. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 13, Paul says, For ye have heard of my conversation in times past, how before, or beyond measure, I should say, I persecuted the church of God, and wasted it. Now let's look at it. Just look at it real, real closely. He says again, For ye have heard of my conversation. 
meaning my behavior, my manner of life, in times past, before. That means formerly. How beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it. Paul is saying, this is what I used to do. This is what I used to do. I was, I was extremely violent against the church, and I sought to destroy it until. Well, until what? Until he encountered Jesus Christ. When we look at Acts chapter 9, verse 4, Jesus asked Saul, Why persecutest thou me? You see, you see, Paul encountered the grace of God, the power of God on the heart, and was transformed. Man, he was transformed and made a minister of the gospel. So how? Well, look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 7. Yeah, we'll look at that one. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 7, it says this. Wherefore, I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. By the effectual working of his power. God's power worked effectually in Paul by the Holy Ghost. And that same power, that same power is available for us. Hallelujah. Before Paul was born again, before his regeneration, he did those things, but not now. But he is renewed now, right? He is renewed. In Titus chapter 3, verse 5, Paul says, God saved us by the washing of regeneration and by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. The Bible says, which effectually worketh in you that believe. 1 Timothy 2.13 This is why Paul boldly declares in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We don't want to use 1 Timothy 1.15 as an excuse to tolerate and accept sin remaining in our life. Because Paul did not mean it that way. Paul certainly recognized. He certainly recognized the wretchedness of who he was. But he celebrated and proclaimed his freedom from sin and the work of Jesus to free him. Amen. You know, the Holy Spirit can use Paul, if you think about it, to say how undeserving he was to be chosen as an apostle and yet by the grace of God be changed and sent to labor in the Lord's vineyard. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it says this at verse 9 and 10, for example, For I am the least of apostles, that am not meet to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. Verse 10. But by the grace of God I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. It is unwise. And I want to say this. It's unwise and it shows a lack of faith to use Paul or any other biblical personality as an excuse to reject what the Holy Ghost plainly declares in Scripture. Paul is a servant. That's what it tells us in Titus chapter 1, verse 1. And Jesus said, He came to call sinners to repentance. 
as Luke chapter 5, verse 32, not to the continual slavery and oppression of sin and the devil. Okay, listen. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 17 and 18, it says this, But if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners, is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. Verse 18, For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. And if you really want to understand more about what the Holy Ghost means by that, read Romans chapter 2. Just the whole chapter of Romans chapter 2. Paul outlines directly the hypocrisy of trying to preach something we do not live or we do not follow. Anyway, Paul says, you have been made free from sin and become the servants of righteousness in Romans chapter 6 verse 18. Now, whose report will you believe? Whose report are you going to believe? Come on, shouldn't we believe the report of God? I leave you with this thought. 1 Timothy 4, 15 and 16. It says, meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine, continue in them. For in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Next time we'll discuss Romans chapter 7, verses 14 through 24. The sin that dwelleth in me. Oh boy. Remember, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct all your paths. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. This ain't hard feeling, tell him this is only hard, hard truth. truth.